Hey, welcome to the Pharmacy Residency Podcast, member of the Pharmacy Podcast Network. I wanted to talk to you about the student loan forgiveness and student loan pause. So first of all, you know, the student loan forgiveness uh, of $10,000, as long as the Republicans don't oppose it or their lawsuit isn't filed, uh, most of you will get this $10,000 uh, forgiveness. And then if you had Pell Grants, you'll have 20000 in forgiveness. But for someone who's a pharmacist or graduating pharmacy school, uh, we're really talking not about your net worth, which is what this really affects a lot more than uh, your cash flow. So if you owe $200,000 or as a couple, you owe $400,000, uh, slashing $20,000 isn't really going to change a lot when it talks about your monthly payment. And the big thing is that people have not had a monthly payment over the last couple of years. And I think that it is going to cause a number of very huge macroeconomic issues that are going to uh, be a big deal uh, for residents and for pharmacists. So let's take a look at when these things are going to happen. So the first thing is that your first payment is probably going to be around the 1st of January, maybe uh, if you have a different day like the 7th, 8th or 9th or something like that. But what's going to happen when we have millions of people who are all of a sudden for a couple of years have not had to make this payment and have gotten into a very different kind of uh, spending habits uh, where they were able to go on vacation. Uh, they were able to pay what, you know, the rents have gone up tremendously uh, recently. So they've been able to pay their rents and uh, they've even been able to purchase houses as the interest rates have gone way up and uh, buying a house is not quite as affordable as it used to be. And so what I think is going to happen is that many people left the workforce. And because they didn't have to pay their student loans, especially if you're talking about two people with student loans. So if you're talking about pharmacist, pharmacist couple, you know, you could be making a house payment, you know, or payment and a half uh, between the couple. And all of a sudden, now that payment is going to be due during the holidays or right after the holidays. So, you know, uh, Thanksgiving comes, Christmas comes, and then student loan payment comes. Uh, so you couldn't have really picked a worse time uh, for that to come. And maybe you have some money saved up. People have saved. But a number of indicators are really, really nerve-wracking in that, you know, Amazon has laid off a bunch of people. And the trend right now is towards laying off uh, a lot of people uh, as we move forward and kind of get a lot of cash. Because what's going to happen when the student loan thing happens again, where the pause is over, all of a sudden you're talking about the average borrower, and this is the average student loan borrower across the country, uh, pays in about $460 a month. And so that $460 is now going to their student loans where it was going into the economy. So trips to Walmart, Target, CVS, Walgreens, all those things uh, in some way or another are going to be affected. And you've got all the people that have been forgiven. Sure, that's great. Uh, 43 million are supposed to be affected by the forgiveness and there are 48 million loan borrowers. But that $10,000 just doesn't mean a ton when you talk about these you know, high debt, uh, health professionals coming out with that, you know, 140000 for a public school, uh, 200000 for a private, you know, somewhere in the average around 170000 
And so what I think is going to happen is all of a sudden, a lot of people that have left the workforce are going to return to the workforce. And that's going to be kind of this younger group uh, that maybe wanted to spend time with young kids, maybe wanted to go on vacations and, and all of those things. And they're going to start entering the workforce en masse. But what's going to happen is because they're all doing this at the same time, they're all realizing, okay, well, I've got this extra burden, this extra you know, number of thousands of dollars I have to pay each month that all of a sudden all of those jobs with the big signing bonuses and things like that are going to start going away. And again, this is conjecture, this is thought experiment, but I think it's reasonable to say that when millions of people all of a sudden have a payment that they have to make on an average, you know, we'll just round it to $500 a month, that when you have this $6,000 less, then you're going to have people want to make some more money to, to make that up. The other thing is that when you're in kind of the residency process, as a resident, you are applying in kind of that January, February, and find out in the middle of spring break in March. So what I think is going to happen is, is that all of a sudden, there's going to be a wave of people getting jobs from schools that are graduating. There's also going to be a wave of people who are all of a sudden starting to pay their loans back again. And there's going to be that group of people coming in. And I think it's going to be fine if you get the residency. But my real concern is for those that do not get a residency. Because if you don't get a residency, you have had three and a half months of people who are getting jobs that are in school and are not going to residency. And uh, that's a significant number. Uh, the number of people going for residency has gone down quite a bit, uh, down 900, a little over 900 students uh, last year applied for residency. But there were same same number of people in residency because it just made it easier to get. The number, uh, the matching rate went up from like 64 to 77%. But if this other wave comes in, that means that all of a sudden it's going to be really hard when a couple thousand people don't get in don't get a match in the middle of march and all of a sudden they all are trying to find a job there's a third group that may come in here and that's if this soft landing doesn't happen with the economy where we see that if the markets do go down in some significant way where they the annuities that uh, these retired pharmacists were making, all of a sudden they realized that, you know, I kind of got to go back to work if we're going to maintain some level of living. And so maybe they go back 10, 20 hours a week as well. And so now you've got three groups, those that are graduating, those that left the market and came back, and then those that were retired and also come back. So what I'm thinking is that as we move into quarter one, uh, you're going to see kind of this uptick in people going into those jobs. And then in quarter two, if this does happen, that you're going to find it extremely difficult to find a pharmacist job uh, in that last couple of months. So what you're really doing is you really have to commit. Like I'm either going to get this residency because if I don't, I'm going to be at the very bottom of the barrel for getting whatever jobs are available. Uh, obviously, those that are just graduating are going to pick the best jobs in the best places. And the people that are going to be there in March that all of a sudden found their heart in community pharmacy uh, are going to not get them. 
This is the fourth piece that could be the perfect storm that absolutely blows this up, which is if student loan payments affect people's buying power, that means that all of a sudden the Walgreens, the Walmarts, the CVSs are going to get much less revenue as people are buying less things. Uh, there was just a uh, report that Dollar General was seeing an increase in number of people that have over $100,000 in annual income, uh, those people are going to Dollar General and the dollar stores and those types of things uh, to kind of offset some of this inflation that we've been having. So if all of this comes together, it might actually be incredibly difficult to get a job if you don't match. So I'm not trying to scare you, but I'm just saying that as you're moving toward this, I don't want you to be lulled into the feeling that, wow, things are really good. People, I'm hearing all the time people are getting jobs and it's no problem. And that means that in April, if things don't work out with the residency thing, no problem. I'll just get a job in April or May. And I don't think that that's going to happen because there are these four different areas where uh, you could have, you know, you can have all even more students than last year decide that they're going to go right into the workforce. You could have the group that left the workforce come back into the workforce to pay their student loans. Okay. Uh, you can have the retired workforce trying to make up some of that money that's getting kind of beat up as the S&P has been down for the year. And then you have this fourth wave where if consumer spending goes down and we really get admired in a recession, then there will be layoffs and there will be tightening of hours and it will be uh, quite difficult to get a position in, in uh, second quarter. Uh, so again, what, what do you do about all of this? Well, I think the, the big thing is to, to do both at the same time. I think you should explore your options as far as what jobs, entry-level jobs are available right now, and also to apply for residency, because I think the applying for residency process, well, I get it's laborious, is really valuable in terms of learning what it does take uh, to get one of the best jobs. And the thing is that generally hospital jobs were not available to somebody that didn't do a residency. But right now, with the uh, shortage of, of pharmacists, uh, they are available and that makes it really, really uh, kind of a, a neat time to graduate. So anyway, uh, I just kind of wanted to go over this and just kind of talk a little bit about the student loans, but uh, just to know that that 10,000 or 20,000, uh, that's not gonna be your problem. Your problem is going to be when this student loan pause ends and you are graduating and people come back into the market, if they come back into the market en masse, it's going to be a question of, can you find a job that you enjoy? Can you find a job, period? Uh, if it gets really bad, uh, because macroeconomically, uh, right now, uh, kind of all of these forces are kind of pointing towards a, a position where uh, I think that it, I think that nothing affected student loans, nothing affected the job market more than these student loans, because I think that there is this huge emotional component where people really hate them and people really are scared of them. And if you don't pay them, uh, it's not like you can declare bankruptcy. It's so different. Uh, it's incredibly different. 
and it's incredibly to get rid of uh, that off your uh, report if you get behind on your student loans. So, um, you know, what what do you do? Well, I think you you do really take that that opportunity to say, okay, well, maybe I'm going to look for a job. Uh, maybe I'm going to look for a job side by side with looking for a residency. You say, well, is it too early? No, not really. I, I got my job when I was graduating in October and, you know, I was set to, to move out to the Phoenix area. And I don't think it's too early to talk to your managers, to talk to the people you work for now and say, you know, do you see that maybe there might be uh, opportunities uh, if I were to graduate? Uh, and then, you know, what are my options as far as being able to do clinical work uh, on the side <clears throat> or as part of my, my program so I would eventually get board certification without the residency? Is that a possibility? And I think it's going to vary, certainly, uh, from place to place. But right now is one of the best times to have an opportunity to get a regular job. And, you know, that, that may be something that you want. I know the exhaustion that I had after, you know, two years at Florida, one year at Maryland, and then four years in Baltimore City at, at the medical campus, where I was just done. I just wanted to go somewhere, get a job, work 32 hours a week, just take some time to just not be in school and be a normal person. Of course, I went back to school, uh, but it was a very different thing uh, than pharmacy school when you're following kind of a passion for the, the author thing or whatever. Uh, but I just don't want you to get lulled into a sense of security that if residency doesn't work out, all will be well. Because I don't think in quarter two, where you're kind of getting out of March, uh, that things are going to be so easy. Uh, I really, really think that a huge group are going to come back once they start realizing how big these student loans are. And it's like they've completely changed the way that their dynamic is in their, in their spending. And all of a sudden, you've got this uh, January bill where it's as if they graduated, you know, again. And now they have to pay again. So anyway, good luck. Uh, uh, Tony, the pharmacist at gmail.com if you want to talk to me.